Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Jason wanted me to talk about my top five films, but I've already done that. I talk about them individually, you know, especially after I watch them. Um, for I would put I would put The Northman on uh, at number one, and then of course The Banshees of Sharon and uh, Bros and. Downton Abbey. I love that Downton Abbey sequel. A lot of you didn't, but oh well, fuck you. I loved it. You know what's funny is um, those of you who have seen White Lotus season two, the guy who plays Cameron played Mr. Pamoof in Downton Abbey. And if you've never seen Downton Abbey, I won't spoil for you what happens, Mr. Pamoof. <laughs> I mean, we could leave that to the Dowager Countess, Miss Maggie. I love Maggie Smith. Oh, my God. Maggie Smith's one-liners are the shit. Okay? They're the shit. She knows she's the shit. If, if, you know how we always talk about spilling the tea? She spills the tea the best. Okay? Um... I love when films are like, oh, they spill the tea. Yeah, but only one person can really genuinely spill the tea, and that's Miss Maggie Smith. I mean, others can too, you know. Whoopi and, and Maggie were in Sister Act together. I'm sure they spilled a lot of tea. Ah, I love film. I love music. The concert season isn't here yet. Let's, let's get it in March. March is Depeche Mode, and then from there... Who knows what's going to happen? The world is our oyster. This is 2023, okay? This is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Um, Over the holiday break, I got to indulge in some things that I usually wouldn't, you know, watch a lot of movies, television, slept in. Now I have to go back to my regular sleep time, (laughs) which has been very difficult. But when you sit like set like six alarms, you know, come on. Um, yeah, I mean, when I go to shows, I try I try to make sure it's not when I have to work. Only once, and that was Pussifer, and um, I sat. Oh, jeez, the sheer fear of waking up late probably is what woke me up. But it was punk rock. It really, truly was. So here we are. Dr. Zeus Phone Podcast. We're in the, the throbs of January. A lot of shit has gone down. But hey, when shit happens, you party naked. Isn't that right, Jason? So, when it comes to these films, I mean, I don't, I don't like to single them out, though. Like, I mean, you can't... We can't really categorize everything. You know, I could categorize bros, but then you really shouldn't. Um, I haven't seen, what is it called, The Whale yet? Um, I, let me be honest with you. I'm kind of tired of depressing movies. That's just me, though. You know? White Lotus was depressing enough. <laughs> and if you've seen season two of White Lotus, you'll understand after a while, I was like, God, this is a fuck fest. You know, with the Northman, I didn't find that depressing at all because that was his that was his truth. That was his fate. He could not escape his fate. And he had built himself up for that moment. 
and the banshees of Inchirin. I mean, it's a little macabre. It's not a little, it's a lot macabre. But the film is seen through Colin Farrell's eyes, and it's such a beautiful thing to see. And yes, everyone's going on about Brandon Fraser and the Oscar. I think it's going to go to um, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. I really do. And I've been wrong before, but you know how sometimes you just get that feeling? Oh, I got that feeling, baby. I got that feeling. Just like when I watched last year, The Eyes of Tammy Faye and Jessica Chastain, I knew she was going to win. Just the way she played that. And I remember Tammy Faye Baker. I don't, I wasn't old enough to remember the whole PTL scandal shit. But I do remember in the 90s when she had a show with of uh, Jim Jay. It was Jim Jay and Tammy Faye. And how she embraced the LGBTQ community. And she embraced people who were different from herself. And I think that's why... That's why Jessica... Ch- and you look at Jas- Jessica Chastain. She embodied Tammy Faye Baker. Very rarely do those biopics actually... I mean, some of it I found funny... Like when um um <laughs> when Jim Jay is or not Jim Jay when Jim Baker is just oh Tammy the devil's coming for me and she just looks at him and doesn't even bat an eyelash and she's like can we talk about Satan later Jim <laughs> and I started laughing hysterically um but you know if you've seen White Lotus season two you got this <laughs> you can't help but laugh. I mean, it's fucked up, but you can't help but laugh. <clears throat> We're going to leave that in because, you know, everyone has a cold or sore throat at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's like it's like a PJ Harvey record. I leave the mistakes in the lo-fi, hi-fi, whatever. But yeah, I, I, I love these films. Right now I'm looking at a concert film that I watched during my break which was Alive Miss Sugar and it looks like something out of Alien and that's what they were I love Miss Sugar fucking I love Miss Sugar Miss Sugar just chanting that and it's like you know everyone has their football games I go to concerts so to chant Miss Sugar it was a very primal thing you couldn't stop and then they get on the stage and it's like fuck yeah fuck yeah and so these five years, I've been able to dis- describe my wants and my likes and my dislikes on this podcast when I really didn't have... I mean, I know some of you who have been with me since the beginning was like, oh my God, is there a point to this? Because I would, I was really all over the place when I first started the show. And then you find the niche and I used to record in bed. That really hasn't changed and then or or I'll record on the road like I'm Willie Nelson. I was I wish I had a bus like Willie. Are you, I I love what the church lady church lady said as she called it his dirty little sex bus. <laughs> More like a dirty big sex bus. But anyway. Those are those were fun times. Those really were. Concert films, movies, music. It's all good. That's why I talk about it. I think the passion of talking about things and films and Clint Eastwood and Barbara Walters. Supposedly she was flirting with him. If you if you go watch and go back and watch that Barbara Walters interview with Clint Eastwood, oh my goodness, they could have hooked up. 
I mean, yeah, there's always been the rumors about her and Castro, you know, why he really smoked that cigar. <laughs> he loved the taste of it. <laughs> we could ask Monica Lewinsky that too, but anyway, see what I mean? So I'm veering off topic, veering off topic. But yeah, five years, it's been, it's been a, it's been a blast. I always look forward to doing this show, even when I was in the throes of work and I couldn't wait to get home and record and record. I'm sure there's shit that I shouldn't be talking about from five years ago that's on the show or just random shit like Liza Minnelli. How gayer can you get? I know. I know. I like Liza, though. Here's why I like Liza. Yes, there's, you know, the obvious. But I've always said that she is basically making up for what her mother wouldn't show in public, which is her humor. Liza's humor is off the chain. Okay, it's truly off the chain. Liza knows that, too. And her talent and everything. And she did an album with the Pet Shop Boys. That's badass. Not many people could say they did an album with the Pet Shop Boys. And then last year, a friend... A friend of a friend was live watching a live concert of the. I love the Pet Shop Boys, and they were doing all these songs that Liza had done for them. So it was funny. It was funny. I was like, wait a minute, that's Liza's Rent, and um, um, I forget the other song. Yeah, it's it's been it's been one hell of a time, and to be able to record and share all of this with everyone and I, you know you really start to feel it and this is my passion I mean I have I have a lot of passions some I can't talk about on here get your minds out of the gutter or keep them there it's raining right now so luckily the gutters are clean thank you dad the gutters are clean okay um it's there's been a lot of rain here in California a lot of flooding um I'm thinking of all those people. What a what a wet January. What a wet 2023. And then earthquakes and you know. Whenever I think of earthquakes, I think of that Carol King song, I feel the earth move. Because you know that's what she wrote about was California and the earthquakes and all that other shit. Yeah. Yeah. So to really sum up the films that I have just loved last year it it, i mean it's the north man it's bros banshees of insurance glass onion i thought was okay it was not one of my favorites to be honest with you um halloween ends was not one of my favorites it was it was tolerable that's what i'll say (laughs) It, it really has to live on you first but four years ago i mean we had halloween 2018 and that was badass and to see that shit in the theater come on come on it was gory but then again so is the banshees of insurance for different reasons and the northman there there is shit in the northman that as i've said and i've told this story before i went very few people in the theater and this this couple brought their two kids and they're watching the Northman with them. And they bring their little phone. And But a little phone is not going to take their eyes off the big screen of the guy getting his head hacked off. And they're like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like, damn. 
I hope they don't have nightmares. But, you know, and there's people who didn't like the Northman. That's fine. That's your prerogative. And those who thought, oh, you know, come on, Alexander Skarsgård. Of course, that doesn't hurt. That really doesn't hurt. Um, but yeah, January, here we are. It's wet. It's wild. It's not a slip and slide. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to the films that are going to come out. I know that Marvel is planning another phase. Oh, geez, enough already. I, you already put me through a lot. The two, you know, the Infinity War and the End Game. I'm good. I'm good. I don't want any more. Seriously. It's like uh, Anoa Damani, you know, before Endgame, after Endgame. I think we're good after Endgame. You know, yes, you you know, you had some, you know, uh, WandaVision and you had uh, the Winter Soldier in uh, uh, Hawkeye or not Hawkeye. Um, the Winter Soldier in Falcon. I love that. I thought that was great. I loved it. But in terms of everything kind of like post-Endgame, and I remember Endgame, and I remember how Endgame made me feel. It was like, whoa, that's it. And then watching it on TV is a little different. Watching it in the theater, it was intense because you're seeing it for the first time. You're seeing it for the first time. You don't know what's going to happen. And then something happens, and you can hear a pin drop. That's why we go to the movies. That's why when, when the pandemic hit and we couldn't go to the movies anymore, we lost that spark. That's why Wonder Woman 2 sucked. It sucked. I love Patrick Pascal, but it sucked. Um, so, yeah, to go back, be able to go back to the theaters and see movies. The first movie I saw post-pandemic was Venom 2. That was awesome. It was awesome. And I love Tom Hardy, and I always will. Okay? But seeing The Northman was just... Oh, God. I have the soundtrack. I have the book. I don't think they have a Funko Pop. Otherwise, it's craziness. It's kind of similar to, to The Witcher. The Witcher, I have the Funko Pop. I have the... I, I, I bought someone... I, I love The Witcher. I, I feel that Henry Cavill really doesn't need to play Superman anymore. He could just play The Witcher. It's like, fuck it. Okay? Let's get real right there. <sighs> I'm very thankful for 2022, for its lessons, for its gifts. And I'm hopeful and open to 2023 for its openness and its gifts, its lessons new adventures new faces new people you know what I mean um but season three of White Lotus oh I hope it's I hope it's good like I said I'm not gonna go back and watch season two again I'm good all of that is seared in my memory enough is enough okay and um, it, it was hot. It was hot, but it was depressing. It was depressing. It's like, fuck. Is that what happens to you when you get all that money? And see, that's why I don't like reality TV. I don't like reality TV because it's 
you're you're waving that steak in front of people. Oh, look at look at here, puppet. Look at catch that steak. You get that money. No, I don't think so. Homie, don't play that. Or trying to show talent. You know, it used to be you went to a coffee shop. That's how you showed your talent. Okay. So, I mean, we can't go back. You know, you can only go forward. But that's why I don't watch. I, I don't watch The Bachelor. I don't watch Amazing Race. I could give a flying fuck about all that shit. Okay. And I know people who like it and, and respect to you. That is your um, prerogative. That's what you want. Great. I don't want it. I don't want it. I want my nighttime dr- dramas. Or as Whoopi Goldberg once said about, like, she says, I want a nighttime drama. I want cheese. I want Dallas and Falcon Crest. Yeah. I remember that shit. Dynasty. Um, I like I like I like a nice well written show, you know, whether it's a drama or a comedy. Because comedy is hard to do. Comedy is so I mean you think about it, we all grew up with the, the sitcoms and the laugh track, and now you watch cable and there's no laugh track. So then you decide for yourself whether it's funny. Like that's why I watch Rick and Morty. I am obsessed with Rick and Morty. And when I come in contact with people, it's like, oh, my God, my people, Rick and Morty, take my hand. Let's go. Let's go. I ordered some Rick and Morty shirts. I I am just come on. I have the, you know, the series. I pre-ordered the sixth season. That's pretty sick. (laughs) It's not even out yet, but I pre-ordered it. So those are my lights, likes, and I don't really have a lot of dislikes. I don't like the band Ghost. And someone was asking me that. Oh, what do you think of Ghost? And I said, oh, their image is great, but they don't sound like their image. They sound like a pop band. It's very kind of Imagine Dragons if they actually played those guitars. <laughs> those are those are my only dislikes that I really could dive into. So, yeah, Jason, I've already talked about the Banshees of Inchirin, the Northman, Bros., Downton Abbey 2, which I absolutely loved. So those are, those are my top films of 2022. For me, it's not about the awards. You know, but yeah, it doesn't hurt. I mean, like I said, if Colin Farrell doesn't win, eh, I think he gave the best performance of the year. That's just me, as did Alexander Skarsgård, as did Luke McFarland and Billy Eichner. Those are, those perform, and, and Maggie Smith, those performances are exceptional for 2022 you know for me it's not about oh my god we're gonna put all this makeup on you yeah been there done that been there done that gary oldman did a good job of doing that he played churchill and won him an oscar but i will say that as i was watching churchill and i love gary oldman there were certain points of the makeup where he looked like dracula and i'm like shit (laughs) he should have won for that I loved that's such an erotic Dracula. Oh yeah. Take a bite out of it. Huh. Music and film. So this year I'm looking forward to seeing Behemoth. Hopefully more Meshuggah. Um, I'm looking forward to I there really aren't a lot of films that I'm looking forward to, really. I'd like to see that Christian Bale film, The Blue Blue Eye. I think it's gonna be on Netflix. Um, what else is there? I mean, there really isn't. I think there's a Scorsese movie coming out. Um, 
Then there's Pedro Pascal. He's doing a movie with Pedro Amadavar. Try to say that five times fast. Pedro Amadavar. I love Pedro Amadavar. Okay. Come on. I've seen many of his films. Exceptional. And I don't even speak Spanish. So, of course, I've got the subtitles on. Film and music. That's what it's about. Dr. Zeus film podcast for 2023. Five years. Unpleasant dream. Life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death now. Come on, Agnes, live. Live. Come, child. Live. Live.